This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, a show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about building the priority scale. So we're going to get into a little bit more of, of the tactical side of one of the recent episodes that we talked about refocusing on priorities and really teach you how it is you can do this, really teach you you know, what you need to have in place in order to properly refocus on your priorities and in order to continue to build a strong, successful career in your sport. So this is something that I actually talked about way, way back on my podcast with uh, Sun Singh. I believe it was episode 21. I would like, don't quote me on that, but you can scroll way, way back on the episode list and you should be able to find Sun Singh. He is the strength coach for Israel Adesanya. He works with Kai Kara France. He works with a ton of super high-level athletes down in New Zealand. And in, in our episode, I asked him, what is the difference between the good and the great? What is the difference between those athletes that, you know, compete for a while, have a decent career, whatever. And those athletes that reach the heights that Israel Adesanya has reached, reach the heights that, you know, the Kai Kara Francis of the world have reached. And the number one thing we kept coming back to in our episode was something that he called the priority scale. So this is what separates the good from the great. And we talked about athletes mixing up their priorities, but more specifically, He talked about plain and simply, if you want to be great as an athlete, it requires sacrifice. If you want to be great at anything, it requires sacrifice. You can't just live life completely on your terms at all times, do only what you feel like doing, and then magically have an incredible career at something. That's just not how it's going to work. But if you can put in the time, put in the effort, be disciplined, and build that career in your sport, you can create a life where you can live life on your terms, spend your time doing only what you want, and all of that for the rest of your life after your career in sport. So as an example, uh, the easiest example that he gave was, you know, let's say you're an athlete, you're training to be at a high level, and a friend you haven't seen in a long time uh, stops into town and wants to have lunch with you. He said, what the good athletes will do, they're generally very consistent with their training. You know, they get their work in, all of that. But then if that lunchtime that they have with this friend that's out of town, that's this friend from out of town conflicts with a training session, they'll stay training for that one day because, you know, it's not a big deal. I'll just miss this one and I'll go catch up with my buddy. Whereas the great athlete will still catch up with their friend. It doesn't mean that you can't have a life but they will catch up with their friend or they will do that their activity when training's done, right? You see what I'm saying? So instead of, oh, it's no big deal if I miss this one session because, you know, I'm pretty consistent as a whole. So, I'll, you know, my buddy's in town. So whatever, I just won't go to training and I'll go catch up with my buddy and then I'll make it to training tomorrow. 
Now you turn to your friend, you say, hey, I'd love to see you. Um, I'm actually training at that time, but how about we meet two hours later when I'm going to be done? Right? Something that simple, that simple of a shift is going to make the difference between a good and a great athlete. Why? Because any one training session might not feel like a big deal. You might feel like, again, if you are very consistent all the time and you're getting all your sessions in and then you just miss one, you're like, well, it's one. It's not a big deal. And yeah, you might be right. It might not be. But what about when you reach that next level and that next level and that next level and that top level where you're truly starting to make the really big bucks? You're truly trying, starting to make your name in the sport. Now, if every couple of months you miss one hour and a half long training session and you continue to rise through the ranks, you feel like it's not a big deal until you hit that guy or that opponent that doesn't miss until you hit that opponent that doesn't miss those training sessions, that doesn't take those extra days off when he doesn't need them, that doesn't make an excuse to skip a training session and to go catch up with a buddy or anything like that until you meet that opponent that does everything they need to do all the time, no matter how they feel. So ask yourself, if you're listening to this right now, are you the good athlete in that scenario or are you the great athlete in that scenario? Are you the one that would say, oh, if I just miss this one, it's not a big deal. I'll just go meet, meet up with my buddy and I'll make it back to training tomorrow. Or are you the one who's going to say, damn, it would be great to meet up with him, but I've got training at 11, so I need to train, but let's see if he can meet up at 1.30 instead after I'm done. Because a shift that simple is going to make the difference over time between you being a good athlete and you being a great athlete. Now, any one training session, like I mentioned, might not feel like a big deal, but think about it this way instead. What if that training session was the difference between you becoming a world champion and you becoming and you being a top 10 contender? What if that training session was the difference between you being a top 10 contender and you being someone who never really made their name? What if that training session was the difference between you becoming a pro and winning and actually making money in your sport versus you not making it as a pro, you not making money in your sport and you having to go quit and work some nine to five? See how that shift in mentality makes the difference. See how that shift in mentality of I'm going to just skip this one because it's not a big deal versus I have work to do. That needs to be done. Once that work is done, I can go do something else. See how that shift might not seem like a big deal at the time, but over time becomes a bigger and bigger deal as time goes on. Now, again, I want to reinforce the fact that I'm not sitting here telling you that if you want to be a great athlete, you're never allowed to have a life. I'm not sitting here telling you that if you want to be a great athlete, you're not allowed to go see your buddy that's been out of town for the last couple of years and, you know, go catch up with them. I'm not sitting here telling you that you're not allowed to do anything outside of your sport if you want to be successful. What I am sitting here telling you and what I do want to reinforce is the priorities. Because if you are prioritizing going to catch up with your buddy or going to this other thing or going to that party or doing this or doing that over being at training and being able to train at your best, 
then you've got to ask yourself, how badly do you want to become a pro? How badly do you want to become a world champion? How badly do you want to succeed the way that you're telling yourself you do? Because, yeah, going to parties is fun. We can't deny that. It's an enjoyable thing that people like to do. But what's going to be more enjoyable? Going to that party that weekend or winning that championship belt and taking home hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars? See how you need to make that shift? So, again, it's not saying that you can't go to the party. It's not saying that you can't go, you know, out with your buddies for that beer. It's not saying that you can't do any of these things. But you just need to prioritize your training. You need to prioritize the things you know you need to do in order to be successful. So now instead of going to that party, staying out till 3 in the morning, having 15 beers, and then dragging your hungover ass to training the next day to try to get through it. Now, go to that party, have a beer, leave by 11, get a good night's sleep, wake up, and feel good to train the next day. You still went out. You still had a little bit of the fun. But you didn't sacrifice your training session the next day. You didn't sacrifice the quality of that session the next day. Because that's another thing to touch on. There's a difference between showing up and getting something out of it. If you're happy because you're super hungover and you made it to training anyways today, ask yourself how good that training session really was. Did it really benefit you? Did you really get a lot out of dragging yourself through movements at 30% capacity? Because if you went any harder, you were going to throw up? Probably not. And at that point, you got to ask yourself, does it make sense for me to have been here? And if it doesn't make sense for you to have been here, ask yourself again, if I'm serious about the goals that I have for my career, why are you sacrificing the quality of those training sessions? So what I want you to do off of what we've talked about so far is I want you to build that priority scale for your needs. I want you to build that priority scale for your needs. So when it comes to your training, when it comes to your life, when it comes to the future you want in your sport, what are the things you absolutely can't miss? And don't try to say every single training session because if you load this up with 35 hours of training every single week, that's just not going to be something you're going to be able to stick to long term. But if you figure out, let's say we're going to go with the example of MMA because it's easy to put that together. Um, and I'm going to mute Facebook there. But we're going to go to with the example of MMA because it's easy to put that together. Let's say you're an MMA fighter and you are a striker. Now, the chances are when you're building this priority scale, when you're asking yourself, what are the things I absolutely can't miss? Yes, you still need to work on your striking. But being at that extra grappling cl class every week is probably going to be more beneficial for you than being at the striking classes five times a week. Because that's your area of weakness. That's what you need to reinforce. So when you're building out this priority scale, make sure that, again, you're looking at your training. You're looking at your sleep. You're looking at your nutrition. You're looking at your recovery. So an example can be, again, I'm going to make it to two striking classes every single week. I'm going to make it to three grappling classes every single week. I'm going to prep my meals every single Sunday evening. I'm going to get to bed by 11 o'clock every single night. And then that is going to be my five priorities. And there's your priority scale for right now. You have those five things that no matter what have to happen 
and you build everything else around it. A buddy comes into town that you haven't seen in a while. You can go out, you can meet him, you can have a drink or you can, you know, go do whatever you're going to do, but you've got to be home and in bed by 11 o'clock or you've got to do it after training because just by making those shifts, just by becoming that person who doesn't miss, that is going to be the difference between you being good and you being great. That is going to make the difference between an amateur and a professional. That is going to make the difference between a contender and a champion. These are the little shifts that are going to make the difference. The difference between the top level and the second tier or the second tier and the third tier are not always these massive differences in skill. Yes, skill is important, but everybody at those top levels are highly skilled. Now, how do you separate yourself? Yes, part of it's going to be the skill, but the bigger part is going to be the little things like this. The bigger part of how you separate yourself are going to be the little things like this. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to stay disciplined with? What are you willing to do that all of them aren't? And if you really, truly want to be great in your sport, you need to define these things. Have those defined priorities. Have those defined things that no matter what, no matter who's in town, no matter where I am, no matter where everyone else is, no matter how I feel, no matter what else is going on, have those five priorities. It could be more. It could be a little less that are must do's that you do not miss. And if you can have those defined and you can hit them every single day, every single week, no matter what, all the time you're making more progress, all the time that you're making more progress, you're moving past those potential opponents that you're going to meet down the road. If you're moving past those potential opponents you're going to meet down the road, you are putting yourself in the best possible position to be successful long-term in your sport. So that is it for me. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys got a little bit of value from that. Um, on that note as well, if you are new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the major podcast platforms. Uh, share the show with a teammate. Share the show with a friend. Share the show with somebody who's going to need to hear this message. But actually, right before we wrap it up, I just got a question, and we're going to go through that as well. Do you think you should turn pro at a young age to maximize the time in the sport and by chance to get more exposure for being a younger fighter or wait until you're in your prime 26 to 29 and turn pro around then to maximize fighting potential. Uh, honestly, my opinion on that would be, it's going to be very different depending on the athlete. Uh, I know some of my athletes that have turned pro before that 26 to 29 age, but I've had others that I wouldn't have thought it was a smart idea. It all depends on where you're at, right? Understand that becoming a professional athlete, there's a lifestyle that you need to maintain. Becoming a professional athlete, there's pressure that comes with that. There's a lot more that is going to be put on your plate. And if you're in a position where you're mentally strong, you're capable of taking that and you've got the right team around you to help guide you through that, then absolutely do it at a younger age. But there's also no rush. If you have more amateur fights through the next few years and then you end up turning pro at 27, 28, 29, whatever it is, you're not late to the party like a lot of people think you are. You need to do it at the right time for you. Right. So make sure you have the right team in place. Make sure you have the right training, the right nutrition, all of these things locked in and dialed in so that as the stresses of being a pro athlete start to manifest themselves, you're ready for it when it comes. 
And if you're ready for it when it comes, then you can succeed when you're when you turn pro. But if you do it too soon and you're not ready for those pressures that are going to come with being a pro, then it's a mistake, right? So there's no age, in my opinion. It's just making sure you have all those pieces of the puzzle in place. I hope that makes sense. Um, all right, everybody. Now that is it. That is all. I hope you guys took something away from this. And like I said before, share the show around with a teammate, with a friend, with anybody who you feel needs to hear this message. The goal of this show is to help athletes with those little things outside of the sport that they need to be doing in order to be successful. And then I hope you guys all enjoyed some, all enjoyed the show. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.